हाय सिद्धांत वेलकम हाय हाय अजय थैंक्स सिद्धांत फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल कंग्रेजुलेशंस यू डन वेरी वेल इन योर कैट एंड देन इवन कन्वर्टेड योर कॉल्स एंड फाइनली गॉट सिलेक्शन इन डायम अहमदाबाद सो कंग्रेजुलेशंस फ्रॉम आवर टीम एंड थैंक यू फॉर टेकिंग आउट द टाइम एंड जॉइनिंग अस सो सिद्धांत लेट्स गेट इट स्टार्टेड व्हाई डोंट यू टेक अस थ्रू योर स्कूलिंग वेयर हैव यू ग्रोन अप एंड हाउ यू फाइनली एंडेड अप थिंकिंग टू डू एन एमबीए फ्रॉम फ्रॉम द टॉप बी स्कूल्स इन इंडिया सो बेसिकली आई एम बोर्न एंड ब्रॉट अप इन लखनऊ so i went to a school called saint hemar jaipuria school where i studied for my entire school life uh, in class 10th i scored around 96.5% and in class 12th i got around 96.6% after that like any other science student i decided to go for je and but i did not uh, unfortunately i did not clear it in the first attempt so i had to take a drop after the drop i ended up in iit kgp with a dual degree in mechanical engineering so in my first year i went through the normal courses that any engineering student goes through and there was this one particular course i remember mechanics so i had a very hard time dealing with it and that actually got me looking at options at the end of the first year as to how i could switch or like go to any other department or at least change my specialization in the final year so i came across this degree called inter interdisciplinary specialization in financial engineering uh, so basically i converted to that at the end of my uh, end of my first year so uh, my degree is basically integrated dual degree with bachelor's in mechanical and master's in financial engineering so after that i actually started studying finance and i realized that this is something that i like much much better than mechanical engineering so gradually the interest started growing and i also started pursuing actuarial science on the side so i used to give regular papers and also clear the uh, core subjects which i really like studying then i decided to pursue two internships both in the finance sector only my first one was at altico capital uh, which was in nbfc in mumbai and the second one was a campus placement summer internship at altico Cap- uh, at capital one wherein i got a replacement offer so all these factors basically led me to pursue cat and eventually an mba because i have an i have a very keen interest in financial field and i realized that mba would actually give me a very wider perspective to pursue that field in a more direct manner uh, so siddhant uh, i think uh... your journey was like exploring yourself i think even your internships if if it hadn't uh, i mean if you had if you had felt that if finance was not your interest maybe you would have chosen uh, other things so can you emphasize on the importance of internships and while you are doing your internships in finance domain so how did it actually help you get motivated to give cat and then actually think that this is my area of interest not actually engineering uh, was your interest so how did that help you out? i mean i just share the importance of internships from yeah. the experience that you had okay okay Uh, so basically i believe that uh, the first internship that i did at altico capital so that was kind of a changing point in my life as well so i had a lot of good mentors there uh, so that company was a very, not a very big large company with so it was a very close knit team and i was working in the treasury department uh, so i had a executive director who i reported to directly and three directors who were basically helping me out with my projects so that was my first time where i was actually applying the concepts that i had actually learned in the theory classes 
so when you are doing the theory classes you uh, you gradually begin to understand things and you think that you are getting a hang of it but it is when you actually go and work on the things that you actually realize that uh, in the real life the things are very different from theory true, so true. i yeah so i started working on bloomberg i had to do make all the comparative analysis of the company so those things actually motivated me to pursue a career in that field i used to be inspired uh, because uh, the ceo and the cfo and the ceo all were in the same office only they had the separate cabins where everyone was having uh, lunch and the snacks together so you get to have a conversation with them and you hear their experiences and then you see people walking in and having these meetings etc uh, so basically you get a sense of working in the corporate sector at the highest level and these things actually motivate you to pursue that and i also believe that my mentor there played a big role in my interest in finance he at the end of every day he used to guide me he used to throw random questions at me and teach me various concepts because from coming from an engineering background i did not have very solid concepts in accounts i knew finance but accounts were a little weak so he used to actually give me topics to study up on every day and then he used to ask me rapid fire questions about them so i really basically that internship actually propelled me towards uh, finance so i believe that inter- uh, your internships actually help you explore your interest and they increase your motivation to pursue that field if you begin to like it a uh, very well said siddhant i think uh, uh, two important points uh, come out from your answer one is having mentors and then the second one is having exposure because unless you expose yourself to different things you really don't know what your true interest is uh, so i think you really emphasize those uh, two points yes. and then siddhant okay now that you have decided that you uh, you are going to do an mba when was it that you st- seriously started preparing for cat and take us through your uh, journey from the point deciding that you are going to give cat seriously this year and then till the time you have given the actual cat okay so basically my internship ended somewhere yeah, around the second week of july 2019 after that i had a brief inclination to give cat and i talked to some of my friends who had given it the last year as every student kind of does to get a feel of what the exam is about and how should we go about preparing it uh, so my friend generally suggested me to go for self study so that yeah, i would be able to devote more time towards it and i could focus more on the things that i wanted to uh, so i went back to campus and i had these consulting placements going on so they actually bought a lot of my time so initial one month i couldn't give my 100% to the cat preparation but after that i would say i started uh, towards uh, cat very seriously around the mid of august so that gave me a, a three months time to prepare uh, for the cat the final exam uh, so initially i started with uh, two books uh, arun sharma quant and logical reasoning so i had some exposure with uh, data interpretation because i i had given campus placements uh, test before so that is why i was not focusing more on that but these two were the key elements that i wanted to focus on in the starting besides that i also enrolled in a time series uh, test series uh, by time so these were my three materials that i used in my preparation uh, so after august uh, basically in the last semester you don't have a lot of work to do so it's mostly the thesis work that you have to do and you focus on that and some uh, side by side if you are sitting for placements that or some other exams 
so that is why i could devote a lot of time to my preparation during those three months so uh, i started with the book first of all quantitative aptitude because the syllabus was huge as anyone would know so i used to cover one chapter in two days i used to my strategy was to focus on the level one and the level two questions because i believe that easy and the medium questions are the ones that you can attempt in the paper itself uh, the hard questions there is a less probability that you will be able to solve and more probability that you will get stuck and might waste end up wasting time so that is why i uh, tried to avoid level 3 questions uh, for the level 1 my strategy was to solve most of the questions without a pen or a paper so like uh, i started reading the questions and by the end of the question i should know what uh, path i have to follow to solve the question and try to solve it mentally and resort to pen and paper only for the calculation part and not for the equations part so that was my initial attempt for the level 1 uh, questions and for level 2 i tried to write two or three equations and then solve it uh, as quickly as possible uh, i specifically found that using a timer while solving the questions actually helped me increase my speed so i used to time how many questions i can solve in particular minutes and that actually helped me later on so you are doing this not i mean not just during the mocks but even during actual practice when you are solving the questions and that uh, really helped you out yeah yeah so basically like uh, i you can say on an average you could solve 5 to 6 questions in 10 minutes for level 1 so that gave me a sense that this much time i'll be taking in the easy question and the medium question so that actually helped me prepare my strategy for the final cat the second important part of my preparation was uh, the logical reasoning uh, section uh, which i studied from the book so there are a lot of typical sets that you get in cat paper in the logical reasoning section and these sections are well covered by the book so i started preparing each of the sections separate each of the sets separately doing enough questions of each set so that i get enough exposure and writing down the method so that i remember that this is the method that i'll be using to solve it uh, the most important part uh, of my preparation i would say was the mocks because those are what actually helped me prune my strategy for the final attempt so basically in the starting i could not give enough mocks because i wasn't prepared and i was getting uh, less scores so i was thinking that i am not well prepared enough to give the mocks but in hindsight i would suggest people to do the opposite because the more number of mocks you give the more number of exposure you get to the type of questions that can actually come in the various exams so uh, the mocks i would suggest that uh, when you are giving the mocks try to formulate a strategy before you are setting for the mock and after the mock analyze whether that strategy went right or not what aspects of those strategy went right what did not and try to prune it as you go forward i think siddhant very rightly said i mean you are uh, i mean uh, unless you are uh, doing the self analysis properly or unless you are having the strategies and testing them out properly there is a very high chance that on the actual day of cat you might do uh, one or the other mistake so yeah. i think that would really help the uh, candidates so uh, siddhant uh, what was it like when you were giving mocks were you getting good percentiles uh, how did that affect your confidence so i started with uh, something around a 78 percentile i remember so yeah. i had a friend who was simultaneously giving it and uh, so we got consistently scores of around something around 75 plus to 85 and uh, so that got me thinking whether i'll be able to do it or not because the time was also running out i did not have that much time to prepare 
and i had actually read up that being a gem candidate as they say general engineering male it is very difficult to get calls from the top iim so that pressure was also there uh, so initially yeah that did affect my confidence but i wasn't prepared to give up because as i said i had already had two failures and this was basically my last shot before i moved out of college so i really wanted to do it so i started putting in extra hours and the percentile did not actually shoot up during the mocks so i'll be very honest my percentile did not uh, like i did not get consistent scores of 90 or 95 plus like the other candidates might have got so i was getting uh, somewhere around 90s in the last month i remember getting only one percentile of 98 which actually boosted my confidence a lot before the exam so i was like i knew that uh, lesser number of people were giving it so the chance of getting a higher percentile might be uh, higher but then all, it actually did serve as a confidence booster before the final exam but yeah, so like i would suggest people not to get bogged down by the percentile and keep attempting at it because uh, the more mocks you give the more questions you get acquainted with and you are bound to perform better uh, at one mock or the other correct and especially uh, along with giving the mocks it's equally important that they analyze give enough time to analyze what they are doing i think right now the mocks provide enough data how much time you are spending on each question where are you getting stuck and the worst thing is spending 4 5 minutes on a question and getting it wrong yeah exactly so that is one of the key disadvantages that i identified in my own strategy so i was what i was doing was i was attempting the lrdi section sequentially and i used to get stuck in one side in between waste a lot of time and that was significantly reducing my percentile so that is one of the frustrating parts of cat that when you get stuck and you end up wasting a lot of time on that question and then you realize that you could have just moved on and attempted the easier questions more one part i think that is very useful uh, of the analysis of mock is the accuracy of selection that how many easy questions that you are leaving out not attempting or getting wrong because that basically helps you identify where whether you are missing out on the easy and the medium questions also or not correct correct very well uh, so said, analyzing sir. that would actually help you increase your selection accuracy and that actually goes a long way in your percentile in the end true true very well said i mean uh, yeah analyzing where you are doing wrong and actually it's all about choosing the right ones and uh, not fighting with the questions thinking that i have to solve this letting letting go is very important especially when you are trying to uh, i mean uh, solve the questions so siddhant uh, your results uh, i mean you got a good percentile and then uh, you are also in your final year and then simultaneously you had to settle back between college and then giving multiple rounds of interviews so how was it uh, take us through your journey of uh, vat and pi yeah so like uh, college was one of the major aspects that uh, was basically hindering my interview things as well as my exam also so like on the next day of cat i had two end semester examinations so i had to rush back and prepare for them on the very same day and then set for the exams uh, in the last semester that is your uh, spring semester for it kharagpur so i had my interviews i got the interview dates in the first week of january itself so i had my first interview around february 21st and consequently uh, the two interviews were scheduled on 5th and 7th of march 
so we have our mid semester exams around the last week of february and i also has a had a dissertation uh, presentation so i had to show what progress i am making in my final year project also so i had to basically simultaneously balance all these things together so that pi uh, one mistake what i did was i did not actually pre start preparing for vat pi after i had given the cat i took december off to take a rest because i was actually very tired but uh, yeah so i would suggest that uh, other people do not follow do the same mistake and once you know that you are getting a good percentile you should just start your vat pi prep as soon as possible so i basically in my campus there are a couple of uh, workshops you can say people come from outside erudite career launcher etc so they give you a brief understanding of what the vat pi is and how you should go about it uh, so uh, what i followed was i basically uh, divided them into two types of uh, vat or awt you can get one is your uh, basically your abstract questions and the others are basically your fact based or opinion based so for the fact based questions to know the facts and the figures as they help a lot in the vat i made a list of all the important uh, current events as well as the events that happened in the past one year so as you uh, belonging to a finance field i focus more on the aspects that had a economic impact so that i could actually talk about them in the interview also so like the us china trade war your uh, brexit your nbfc crisis in india the rising npa problem so i basically prepared a list of all these topics and then every day i used to uh, prepare uh, points about two or three of those so that i regularly was updated i also used to read the economic times which was a big help because it basically presents you the business uh, news very well uh, for uh, uh, yeah for that i also recommend that you practice a lot simply reading up and thinking that you'll be able to do it in the 10 minutes that you are allotted is not something that works uh, practicing is very essential as i found out when i started practicing i could not complete my vat within 20 minutes and it was all messed up so two things start practicing and learn to organize your thoughts and uh, how was your uh, pi preparation i mean how did you go for the pi for vat you were uh, reading and doing uh, uh, all these activities uh, how was your preparation going on for pi so pi uh, you basically know what sort of questions they can ask you anyone who has given interviews would know that there are specific questions that are generally asked and the rest are unpredictable as always and you cannot even prepare for them Correct. So I broke my PI prep into two parts. One was the academic preparation, and one was the uh, basically your uh, questions about yourself. So uh, the general questions: What are your strengths and weaknesses? Why should we take you? Why MBA? Which is the biggest question of all. Your okay. hobbies. So basically, I jotted down the, uh, these questions, and I used to think about them in my free time. Why am I going for an MBA? What are actually my hobbies? which is actually a very difficult question when you start to think about it it seems easy but it is not your strengths and weaknesses so i used to write them down daily whatever points came to mind and uh, in the end i collated all the points and i uh, basically remembered the bullet points so it is very uncommon that you are asked the exact question like why mba they might ask you in a different manner 
so having bullet points ready in your mind actually helps you to give a good answer on the spot correct uh, so when you are preparing for pa there is this huge unpredictability part uh, like you told siddhant but then preparing i think always helps the candidates uh, answering the questions at least which are like let's say tell us something about yourself or yeah, why mba yeah. because those questions actually set the tone of the interview sometimes if they are asked up front exactly so basically your introduction your tell me about yourself is where you get a chance to drive the interview in your direction but these people are basically very smart and they do not take the hints that you give but still you can try so yeah these things are actually very important in an interview so even in your job interviews they basically give you a chance to set the tone of the interview so these questions if prepared do help and rest as you said the uncertainty part will always be there especially in your mba interviews you can have a stress interview you can have a very chill interview so that is basically the luck factor that comes in but from your end you should be prepared so that you do not have any regrets later pro very well said siddhant so siddhant uh, what would your advice be to someone uh, who is right now preparing for the cat this year and who would be if get if they get a good cat score they would be giving their bat pi so what yeah. would your advice or what would your suggestions be because you are just fresh into whatever the journey that you have gone yeah. through <laughs> so okay i'll start uh, so i'll say first of all uh, decide why you are going for an mba so knowing that why you are going for it and uh, the fact that you actually want to go for it badly enough it acts as a very strong motivation and helps you in the preparation stage so that would be one advice that you should basically research about why you want to go for an mba so that will actually fuel your desire for wanting to prepare for it secondly i would say that you should be very regular with your preparation this is actually a very good time uh, for all, every of every cat aspirant in 2020 because most of them would be ha- at home or having a lot of free time so it is basically the best time to prepare for your cat you should be very regular with your preparation and try to enroll for two test series give mock regularly analyze them regularly uh, try to note down where you are making the mistakes where you are going wrong and improve them in the next mock and basically come up with a final strategy that you will be using to attempt your cat for the vat pi i would suggest that uh, start reading as of now only you shouldn't wait because even 15 to 20 minutes in the morning and the evening do not hurt anyone so if you start reading uh, from now your vat pi stage preparation would be a lot easier and you would be a lot more confident than the other people since you would have been preparing for one year so these uh, the confidence factor is one thing that i would highlight which i actually highlighted in my article also and i believe is one very core thing that people tend to miss while giving examinations or interviews and that can be the deciding factor as i have seen a lot in my interviews as well people actually uh, see your confidence how well prepared you are and how confident and how sure you are about yourself so if you are in doubt then you would never be able to convince the interviewer that you actually want to go for an mba so these are some of the tips that i would like people to know and prepare accordingly a uh, very well said siddhant i think you started right from the root uh, knowing actually why do you want to do because unless you have the strong why you will not be able to uh, i mean go on this difficult journey 
and then also what i observed from your answers was you are always strategic you are not uh, taking i mean even if you are getting less marks you are just thinking rationally questioning why is it happening and then yeah. trying to improve upon it so a lot of people you just give marks you see it you see your scores and then you feel that you are not getting enough and if you see siddhant's case he got his highest score in the <laughs> cat examination cat exam <laughs> and this would be the case with a lot of candidates because uh, only the serious candidates i mean not only the serious candidates but uh, mocks would be given uh, mostly by the candidates who are preparing very seriously and uh, that would not be an actual projection so analyzing mocks is more important than looking at the uh, scores that you are getting in the mocks where are you uh, doing better where are you doing very poorly what are the things that you can improve upon and the same one more important siddha a point that siddhan very well pointed was starting early out on your w8 and pi preparation because uh, it's very difficult to cover whatever happened in the last 6 8 months just before your w8 and pi and you might be working you might be uh, in the final year of graduation like siddhant was so starting early always helps so siddhant uh, thanks a lot siddhant thanks for taking out the time you have shared some pretty good insights and uh, one more point was you highlighted how confidence uh, is very important and preparation actually helps in building that confidence thank you very much siddhan thank you for giving me opportunity ajay thank you siddhan okay